live, laugh. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I am joined today by the big man on campus, TJ Boss. How are you doing today, TJ? What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I appreciate the time to talk with you. Uh, you are not only the big man on campus, but I think you're the, the big man on the East Coast as far as wrestling goes. So I'm uh, really excited to talk with you. Uh, before we get started, where can everybody find you? And is there anything that you'd like to plug? Um, well, um, my social medias, you can find me on Facebook at, uh, TJ boss, uh-huh. um, 77. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the TJ boss, uh, 77. I think those are kind of all my platforms. Uh, YouTube, you just type in TJ boss wrestling and all yeah. different type of my, my old matches pop up some of my newer matches. Yeah. So if you want to check out some of my matches, just TJ Boss Wrestling, and you can find me on YouTube. Awesome. But just most of my social media platforms. Yeah, I was I did that earlier today, and I was watching a match between you and JD Drake. Uh, I think it was at APW a while back, like six or seven years ago. So, oh, uh, the, the one for the uh, belt. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it was a tables match, maybe, or maybe it's just a regular singles match. I'm not sure. I. Uh, but yeah. every time I step in the ring with uh, JD, it just hurts. So yeah. like, yeah, we done wrestle each other so many times, it just hurts. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us. Um, like I said, you are kind of everywhere, um, holding down belts, throwing fuckers around like the TJ Boss experience. So um, kind of where we like to start out on this podcast is at the beginning. So um, for wrestling with you, like, where was the first moment uh, I could have had a lisp there? Where was the first moment that you kind of discovered wrestling? What was that like for you? Um, well, um, wrestling, I actually discovered wrestling on accident. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my parents just got cable for the first time. And this was back when this was back in the nineties. So, uh, we only got like a few channels, probably like a total of, 60 something channels back yeah. then. Well, couldn't find out it was bootleg, you know, <laughs> back in the day, you couldn't get in too, too big of trouble, but yeah. <laughs> um, one day I was just, um, I was probably eight years old and I was just flipping through the channels and, uh, I just happened to come up on, you remember to do the reviews of Monday night raw on Saturday mornings. Uh, you kind of cut out. What were you saying? Oh, uh, you remember when I used to uh, do reviews on Saturday? Um, oh, on, oh, yeah. Do the uh, reviews on Saturday mornings for yeah. Monday Night Raw? Yeah, yeah. So I just happened just to flip that on, and Kane was making his entrance, and I was like, "Oh man, this looks like a horror movie." I was like, "Let yeah. me let me see if I can let me see what's up. Let me see let me yeah. see let me see if I like this." And come to find out, it was it was WWF, and and it happened to be in the middle of the Attitude Era. Oh, yeah, perfect time. I watched that, and I just fell in love with it. What what was it about it? Was it the characters, the Ed Rig stuff that really So <laughs> So it was um that was back in ninety nine. So that was back when I think Kanan was it Kanan X Pop? Were they had were they going into uh before going into WrestleMania two thousand? Um, I think they was running their tag team, uh-huh. and um, I forgot what match it was, but like I just watched that episode, that just that preview, and I just fell in love with it, and I made sure on Monday 
uh-huh. that I was there to watch my very first Monday Night Raw. Do you remember what was on? Well, War or Raw is War. <laughs> Do you remember that first episode at all? No, uh, I'm, I, I don't. I don't remember everything, but like I've been, I've been watching Reliving the Wars here yeah. lately. Wrestling bios. I've been yeah. following them. And I've just been kind of watching it and going back into my childhood. And the episode, I, I got a feeling the episode is about here to come up, and I'm about to just review it. Uh-huh. And I'm 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 looking forward to it because I'll remember everything that just happened in the episode. But yeah, like um, just my just my I, that's my very first memory of yeah. just coming up on wrestling just on accident. Yeah, I, I, and just seeing Kane for the first time. Yeah. I had a, a very similar story. I think it, it was a little bit later for me. It was like 2005, but The Undertaker on SmackDown. And I, I re- yeah, that was like, for me, that's like Prime Undertaker. But like, I know everybody has yeah. their own Undertaker. Um, but I recently kind of started watching because I wanted to find out the exact moment. And it's a different kind of nostalgia looking back on it. It's almost like you're reliving your childhood again. Like, so, so what, so what's crazy? And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you know, off. You're fine. Um, and and uh, what's crazy is um, Kane used to terrify me as a kid. Like, yeah. he didn't talk. He had the little, you know, the voice uh, box thing. Like, he used yeah. to terrify me. My dad, my dad used to play a little joke on me. He would come through and be like, "My name is Kane, and I'll run through the house, <laughs> man, stop." <laughs> but yeah man i just just remembering that 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 just that takes me back yeah for sure uh kind of a side topic have you seen the the blue cane that's been going around (laughs) yeah yeah i've seen it um uh when i see stuff like that i'm like you know what? That's stuff like that. That's that's genius. That's that's yeah. gold. I, I wish I could think stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like all of a sudden, <laughs> boom! You're like the biggest thing on the internet, and you're getting a cease and desist probably from WWE. I think right. he had to rename himself. But yeah, that stuff is awesome, and it's like it's what I think the Attitude Era was so great because like you had these like, for instance, Kane and X Pac in a tag team, just like this ridiculous stuff, and like Kane, I think, has had a lot of tag teams that are like you would you wouldn't think that they'd be great, but He's 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 great, man. Like just going back and going 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 through his career, yeah. uh, Kane has done it all. And just to think that he started from uh, <laughs> Isaac Yankum, yep, yep, to to like a to like this big Remington now Hall of Famer. Like yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. had a great career. I mean, I wouldn't say that he lucked out, but like that Kane gimmick was like so good. Like he came in at the right time. And he probably would have done something, but like it was kind of just like the right place, right time. And the next thing you know, he's literally everybody. Like we've talked about Kane and Undertaker probably more than any other wrestler on this podcast. So, well, I'm about to say, and 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 like he's in, he Kane's in like my top ten, yeah, uh, wrestlers. Um, just he Kane. for uh, for a seven foot monster, Kane was like going on the top rope, yeah. Doing the diving clothesline, like his Was that sorry? You cut out a little bit. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, Kane and Undertaker are the two guys. Like they're they're big men that were able to show the athleticism. Yeah. And they were 
and and if it, it, I can look at guys like that, and I can be like, hey, I can do that. I can do that type of stuff. I can yeah. show my athleticism, even though I'm I'm bigger than most people. Yeah, and yeah. and it and and it works. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, the the Undertaker dive over the top rope. It's almost like that. And then like, uh, I close my I close my eyes every single time. Ever since the uh, dive with uh, Shawn Michaels and him landing yeah. on his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, I close my eyes every single time. I I, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Speaking of like big guys that like move, like it's it's weird how well they move. Are you a fan of Mike Awesome at all? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. ECW Mike Awesome. Yeah, that dude was just flying and, around like he and and, and 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 the match he had at one night stand was it's still like yeah. hands down like it's still it's still it ages so well yeah. like i i think after this podcast i'm gonna go watch that pay-per-view but yeah. his match at one night so he he killed it and he just his athleticism i hate i hate what they did to him in wcw but oh, yeah. i mean and wwf but ecw mike awesome was so good like, all out of this world his matches with tanaka not just only at one night stand but like they beat the living shit out of each other, and they kept going. Like it was, it's a, it's incredible. And I don't think people know how good he is because, like, literally, he would just like take off. Like, and I don't, and I don't, I don't think. I'm sorry, I mean, cut you oh, off no, again. No. Um, um, I don't think. Uh, I've I've been in some in some nice hoss fights into and, and had some nice stiff matches. Um. It takes a toll on your body. Like I, I, I know a lot of people see people, you know, do the dives and flips and all that stuff. Yeah. But you being there and you in a a, a hoss fight, yeah. when you come back, you you come back, you come back bruised, sweaty. Uh, it's been plenty of times I just look at myself like, where did this cut come from? <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. It's 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 something else, man. So he, but like once again, like. He's one of the type of guys that he revolutionized, re- revolutionary. I can't even talk. I know it's fine. He's one type of guys uh, that um, made that type of style one of his things, and one of the guys that I look at, and especially you know being a <laughs> ground pound hard hitting yeah. type of guy. So yeah, for sure. Uh, so you kind of look up to these guys. At what point do you decide that this is something that you want to do and that you want to become a wrestler? Um, so probably, <laughs> so at 15, well, 16, um, I had my very first job. I worked at, uh, Bilo. It was a grocery store right. in uh, my hometown of Clinton, uh, okay. South Carolina. And, um, a friend of mine at the time, she, uh, told me that her boyfriend, uh, backyard wrestled. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know, 16, young, stupid, you know. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. You know, I love, I love, I love wrestling. Let's go, you know, try it out. Yeah. So, you know, those guys, <laughs> these guys, it was like five of us. Uh-huh. And it was us and he had um, uh, the ground and he had sticks. And ring, had it laid out six, yeah. 16 by 16. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we out there, we run, run imaginary ropes. We taking bumps on the ground. Oh. And like I said, I'm 16. I don't, I don't know no better. 
<laughs> we doing a couple little things. Uh, if I take some time off, you know, I go and I play football in high school. <clears throat> and um, I think around my my senior year, uh, we played against uh, Chester High School. Okay. <laughs> um, we lost to them in the third round. And that night, um, I was like, you know what? I think I'm, I think I'm done with football. Um, I think I really want to see what I can do with wrestling. Um, I've never been the type of person to, you know, follow a crowd. Or, you know, you know, yeah. go get a meal, job, or anything like that. You know, I, <laughs> I was, you know, I, I got a good feeling about this. Let's do it. Uh, that I was actually doing the backyard stuff. Where it gave me a call. Uh-huh. And said that they were doing some training in uh, Lawrence, South at um, it was at the uh, old skateway. It was a skating rink that uh, they had just tore down. They put the ring in there, and they said they want to do some training and uh, bring up an old company, uh, SCW, and uh, start doing shows okay. uh, at the fairgrounds there. So that was back in two thousand nine. That's crazy. Kind of go back yeah. to what you said about football. Eight. You said mm-hmm. it was Chester that ended up. Mm-hmm. And then now, so Chester, you could say, is one of the reasons that you became a wrestler. Now you're in Chester, and, like, that's a big part of, I'm assuming, for you, at least your career and the stories that you've been able to tell there over the years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's I tell a lot. I, uh, I was telling my wife that I was like, you know, crazy because, you know, I – we lost, and that day I, I I remember like it was yesterday. You know, my my senior year, and we you know we lost in the third round, getting real close. You know, yeah. getting the state, and we don't make it. And then just a few li- years later, just to win the championship there in Chester. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was just an awesome feeling. Yeah, but you know, it was just something that I just share with you know me and her. Yeah. So, wrestling school like that. There's all these little like yeah points. Um. Like, for instance, like, we met, like, outside of the show. Like, I think you helped set up at the last UPW show. We just happened to be outside mm-hmm. at the same time, and next thing you know, we're here. Like, wrestling has a way of kind of, like, connecting dots that you wouldn't think otherwise would be connected. Right. But um, to go back to the backyard wrestling days, did you have a character? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I actually do, and it's uh, actually um, a tattoo. Um uh, see if you can see it. Yeah. Uh, you see it right there. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. Big you T. see it? Yes, that says Big T. That was the backyard. Big T. Yeah, that was, that was, that was my backyard name, Big T. Um, when um, <laughs> a funny story, uh, when I started um, in 2000, well, when I started training uh-huh. in uh, 2008, um, they was like, hey, man, you got to come up with a name. And I was like, well, you know, I don't like Big T. You know, I don't think that'll I don't think that'll go too good. You know, that just don't sound like a yeah. wrestler name. And so they was like, OK, well, just think of some names. So I really wanted to use the name TJ. Uh-huh. Um, TJ is my first and my middle name. OK, uh, so I really I really want to use that. TJ is just an awesome name to me. Yeah, it's um, it's. it's Power Rangers, Turbo, Turbo, uh, Turbo Ranger, yeah. TJ, one of my favorite characters, Red Ranger. Um, we uh, so it came between 
TJ Law and TJ Boss. I don't know why Boss came in there, but the reason why uh, Law came up because I like uh, watching uh, Ty Law playing, yeah. even though I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yeah, go Birds. Never a New England Patriots fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like you already. Yeah. <laughs> I always um, hold families from Philly, so. Well, I'm, I'm a, I've been an Eagles fan since 2000, 2000? Yeah. Yeah, 2000. Um, but it became, it, it got between those two, uh, TJ Law and, uh, TJ Boss. And my buddy of mine, he, he was like, well, if you go T, if you do TJ Law, it'll kind of be like a security gimmick, a security yeah. guard gimmick. True. Or like a, a, you know, and I was like, ah, I don't want to do a, I don't want to do a cop gimmick or a security guard gimmick. Well, then let's go TJ Boss. And it's been TJ Boss ever since. Yeah. It could be like, uh, the past being shaded by what we already know, but I think it's a pretty cool name. Well, I say I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Well, <laughs> you tell me I have to get into a ring with somebody named TJ Boss. I'm probably not going to look forward to it, even no matter if I know what you look like or not. So it kind of establishes what you're about. Well, I say you will be you will be amazed how long it took me to get there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that 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 um, it wasn't. That name hasn't, you know, wrong easily with a lot of It's okay. You know what I mean? I yeah. I take that name and I do what I can with it. And I've taken TJ Boss and Man on campus. I've taken both those monikers and yeah. taken them to places that I didn't think I would see in my life. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, just like. We had Kevin. We were lucky enough to have Kevin Kelly on the podcast. Probably about, I don't know, it's been a while. But uh, we were just talking. That's, that's, that's my dog. Yeah, he, he brought you up. On, and we were like, it's just so cool to like somebody that like is on TV every Saturday night now, and it's like mm-hmm. you're one of the guys that he's like putting out there is like people should know about. So you're definitely doing something right with it because guys like that don't don't drop names that easily. Man, I, yeah, I know he's uh he he he's he's been he's been great to he's been great to me. So yeah. you know I ain't going too much detail, but he's he's been very great to me. Yeah, great guy, a really cool interview for us. Um, but to kind of go back to training. Um, I guess like when you're doing backyard stuff, how much do you like? Where do you think your skill level was at? Like, like with all the knowledge you have of wrestling, like, do you think you're like not even like day one of regular training? I, I think I think what helped me out in both of them was my me being able to have my football background mm-hmm. and to go to go through those drills. Even though it's it's a total different beast, football is totally different from wrestling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think wrestling has put me through a lot of a uh, heart. Uh, put me in a lot. I can't even talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been in, <laughs> I have done rough, rougher drills in yeah. wrestling than I have in football. There we go. Yeah, no, I, we've heard that before. Uh, uh, we've had like a former like Tennessee football player on and he was like, yeah, wrestling is totally different. Like, like SEC two days is like, doesn't compare to like being in the ring and getting that conditioning down. Right. So, um, 
I guess <laughs> you you starting the school or you starting at the school in Lawrenceville. Uh, who's training you there? Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, in in uh, Lawrence, South Carolina, um, I was uh, at first I was trained by uh, the man uh, called Joshua Chilton and uh, Charlie Wessel. Um, those guys uh, taught me pretty much the basics, uh, you know, lock up, how to take a bump, um, roll around, you know, how to run the ropes, you know, the yeah. very basics. Um, I was with them for a full year. Uh, back then, it was um, you wrestle with uh, a company for a full year. Yeah. And um, you don't go and travel nowhere. You don't take no other bookings or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, until you wrestle your full year there, and then they feel like you're good to go and um, go wrestle. So <clears throat> back then, I used to wear uh, a cut sleeve t-shirt, uh, jeans, black jeans, and Chuck Taylors. I think I still got a picture. I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> uh, didn't know what I was doing. Um, a lot of my Matches were, um, you know, curtain jerkers, you know, just the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my finisher at the time was just a super kick. Really? So I, I, I so you can, <laughs> so just picture uh, a 19 year old TJ boss doing a super kick and a cut sleeve t shirt and jeans and Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, what's it like to wrestle in jeans? Like I've never um, been jeans. I've never been like so. So and so, do you remember the uh, the uh, meme where the wrestler started like you know carrying ropes and then like he do like the baggy shorts and then do yeah. like the long tights and yeah. the trunks uh-huh. with the championship? Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I think so. Um, that's how my evolution was. Um. When I started off, wrestling in jeans is ter- it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible because especially if they rip, yeah. they ain't nothing you can do. And yeah. they happen to rip on me. <laughs> How yeah, early they happen to rip on me. How early uh, luckily, I had a single lid on okay. uh, under it, but they happen to, ri- they happen to rip on me. <laughs> Did the crowd notice? Um, yes. Um, my, uh, girlfriend at the time actually noticed <laughs> and then she started laughing and then somebody ended up asking her and she ended up telling the next person <laughs> and then everybody just started laughing and I was like, uh, okay, well let's go ahead and wrap this thing on up. <laughs> Does that change the match? Cause obviously like, like it, no matter what you are in the match, if your pants rip, everybody's laughing at you. You gotta, you're no longer the big bad guy. Well, we, well, we, well, I was, I was, I was baby face. Uh-huh. So that's, that's the crazy, that's the crazy part. Uh, <laughs> um, we, um, I think they only gave us like six to eight minutes. So like, I think it happened on my comeback uh-huh. and I just ended up doing something and ended up ripping. And then she ended up laughing and <laughs> I just ended up hearing everybody laughing. And the guy told me, he was like, Hey man, I think you ripped your pants. So I was like, Oh, well, let's get ready to take this on home. <laughs> Did you win that match? Uh, no, okay. no, I lost. <laughs> I lost. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I wear jeans because it's like, sometimes you have to wear jeans, but I'm never comfortable in them. They're not a comfortable. Well, not, well, not, well, nowadays, it's, 
see back in the, in those days they didn't have like the stretch like stretchy yeah. jeans now so now you got you can you can wear jeans and you oh, can yeah. actually have the material like you know yeah the material to uh for it to be stretchy so you ain't got nothing to worry about yeah i can imagine back in the day that wasn't as nice though um oh no it wasn't so tj boss as a baby face in your first year what did that look like like what was the character for you at that point um <laughs> what character uh, <laughs> um it was um my first year uh was a was an experience um i was i was i was very green i didn't know what i was doing um it was a lot of coming out uh to the crowd which you know i i had a little connection with the crowd uh the crowds that we were having in lawrence um, we end up moving from the um, fairgrounds into this little building, uh-huh. and this building didn't hold more than fifty people. So they were run on Friday nights or every other Friday night, and we would do good to get ten people on a good Friday night. Yeah, um, I've wrestled in front, legit wrestled in front of two people. Um, <laughs> So it was a lot of trying to get these crowd, these people behind you, you coming out the crowd when the beat drop. You know, yeah. hey, let's go, let's let's get it. You know, yeah. let you know, give them something. Uh, <laughs> I I think I think I think uh, playing football for those years and coming out to the crowd in the stadium, you know, getting the people hyped yeah. up, uh, being young and still having that type of energy, and you know getting the crowd into it, you know, yeah, trying yeah. to get them to do something, you know, that, that was first year TJ. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I still do a lot of that nowadays because, you know, the people, they, they want, they want to be engaged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when, 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 when I'm feeling the music and I'm feeling the people, you know, really cheering me and chanting TJ boss, you know, I yeah. feel that, you know, that let's go and, yeah. you know, get the people hyped up and getting them into it. Yeah. So it, it, you still you still see a little bit of it in me when I come out of my entrance. Um, I'll tell the people, you know, let's go, and that's just that first year TJ of you know getting hyped up, you know, yeah. getting ready, and let's get ready to go and whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of a sidebar, but uh, in a few of the matches I've seen, I've heard the chant of TJ is going to kill you, which there's a few, only a few people that I've ever heard that for. What's it like to get that chant? Or what, like, what was it like the first time that you heard it? Um, <laughs> to uh, stand in a corner with your arms folded and just look mad. Yeah, it's, it's it's very it's it's very hard to you know not be able to look at people and be like you know, yeah, I, I am gonna kill them. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, the first the first time I heard it, I think it was just like a couple people that were saying it. And I was like, you know, I I, I like that. You know, I, I like the ring of that. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna catch on, but I like the ring of it. Yeah. Um. The the first place that, that a lot of people were saying it at like a big place was at uh, OSCW. Uh-huh. Um, and you can uh, find that matches. Uh, me and uh TGA, okay. uh Alexander Moss. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, Alexander Moss at OCW uh, for the OCW Heavyweight Championship. That crowd from start to finish was in it 
And they started with the biggest TJ's gonna kill you. And I mean, like, I'm just, I'm standing there and I'm like, man, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, John Scholar, he was, uh, <laughs> we got back to the back. He was like, Hey bro, that's how you start off a heavyweight title match. Like oh, the yeah. crowd, they were, they was in there. I was like, that's exactly what I wanted. And we didn't have to do nothing for at least the first minute, minute and a half. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I I think the most famous one is Joe is gonna kill you with Samoa Joe, but like I, it's one of my favorite one of my favorite chants. So and see like and 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 see like and like I <laughs> I love watching Samoa Joe, but I don't want like people comparing me to you know I, and I don't want to like steal nobody's stuff or anything like that. But yeah. like just to hear your name and that behind it, and you know where it comes from is yeah, it's gotta be it's, cool. It's it's it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, you said that and I had to ask, but I guess we could kind of take it back to the time before people were chanting that. Um, so you finish your first year in Lawrenceville. Where do you go from there? Um, I go, um, I get with some buddies of mine, uh, Robert Mack and uh, Brian. Th- I go with those guys in Lawrence and uh-huh. they tell me about a place in Spartanburg, South Carolina, APW, uh-huh. um, American Pro Wrestling. Yeah. That was uh, ran at the time by Chief J. Eagle. Um, I spent a lot of years in uh, APW uh, learning how to become a heel, uh, learning more about working babyface. I jo- end up joining a faction, the Entourage. Uh-huh. Um, I end up, uh, I end up Meeting some uh, great guys that end up becoming uh, over the years, and uh, Eric Anton, and uh, he used to go by the name Elite. He used to wrestle for um, a lot in Hendersonville and oh. in, uh, in Spartanburg. Um, but those guys really taught me a lot um, about wrestling, especially the uh, storytelling yeah. aspect. Um, Though APW ran every Saturday, so I had a place to wrestle every weekend. And a lot of people have came through APW, a lot of guys that you may know, you know, like Deion Johnson, uh, uh, R Truth, this came through there. He's done a couple things from there. Um, I'm trying to think of some more names. Um, but, and if I don't, if I forgot somebody, I apologize. But they've had they've had some uh, pretty good uh, people come through there, and that was a place where I was able to um, just develop myself more and just get more ring time and just uh, just learn more about storytelling wrestling. Yeah, there. So for sure, yeah. And I, I think is that I don't want to because there's APW Chester. Is that the same thing as this APW? So no, so they they are two different things. Okay. Uh, so APW Chester is action pack wrestling. Okay, that's right, that's right. And then APW uh, American Pro Wrestling, they're in uh, Bowling Springs now. Okay. But uh, they were in um, Spartanburg, uh, right across from KFC, okay. and we used to go there every um. Every Saturday, me, Robert Mack, and Brian Thrill used to ride up and go there every Saturday, wrestle. Um, and then uh, I end up getting a uh, hookup for a promotion in Hendersonville, um, ran by uh, Gary Banfield, uh, Viper, uh-huh. for uh, high-velocity wrestling. 
Um, we end up working there some, so kind of going from those two promotions, and you know, uh, there for a while, probably year two and a half, year three, between year three, year five, I was kind of there, yeah, uh, running between those two um promotions, um, and a promotion in Clyde, North Carolina by STW. Um, I think they ran like once a month. I would uh, wrestle there as well. So. So from the year like two to five, what is, what is the TJ boss character started to look like? (laughs) All over the place. Uh, (laughs) um, I think, uh, I think at that time I was just trying to discover who I was. I think I was doing a lot of tag team wrestling at that time too. Um, like I said, I was um, kind of working uh, some more on my heel work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we ran a heel character and then um, I hope I don't get canceled for this, but I ran a uh, a Black America gimmick in yeah. APW in Spartanburg, and it was just a just a just it was just a just a black gimmick. Yeah, and <laughs> and like it was just something that I would just knew that those people would hate at the time because it was, at that time it was just some things that I would say that would just be a little touchy, but I was just just trying to get heat. You yeah. know what I mean? And, um, it's, it's a lot of learning that I went through. There's a lot of things that I probably said that I shouldn't have said on the microphone, but you know, it was a lot of TJ, you probably shouldn't say that, but you know, good job getting people (laughs) to boo you. Yeah. Ask for forgiveness, (laughs) um, not for permission. You know, I used to, I used to call, I used to call, I used to have a group called uh, black America. Uh And um, I came up with like a whole pledge of allegiance. I used to do the ple- that Black America pledge of allegiance before um, a match, uh-huh. and um, you know, and it, it, I know, I knew it was you know a little edgy, but you know, I wanted to do something that I felt at the time that yeah. I could do as a heel, and just yeah. figure out what I could do as a heel. Yeah. Um. So, you know, if that opportunity was ever to happen again you know i would never go that route again but at that time it was just that i wanted to try to see what i could do as a bad guy yeah no no problem especially like a small south carolina town like probably a good right pretty good place to run that out it ever kind of bum you out that like this character is getting heat like it's like you know why it's happening but it's ever kind of a bummer um, not, not really. Um, I, I, I know, I know, I know the difference, you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, when, when I, when I'm out there, I try to, I try to, <laughs> I try to make the people, I try to make people boo, but I want to try to do it in a joking manner too. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I try to, I, I'm, I'm mostly laughing on inside myself. You yeah. know what I mean? And it'll be like, you know, to have a person be like, oh, boo, I can't believe you said that. You need to shut up, boo. And I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> you know, I just got you in the palm yeah. of my hand. You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so awesome. so uh, you're you're working through these uh, 
couple of different places that you're, you're honing your heel craft and your gimmick. At what point do you feel like things kind of start like taking off to where you're, you're spreading out your, your kind of top guys someplace. At what, what point do you feel like that started to trend for you? So, um, you, so usually when, for me, I'll answer this part first and then I'll go back to what, uh, your question. Okay. Uh, usually if I feel like I'm at a, uh, a, a big, I'll go ahead and just answer your question then. Okay. So when, when I did the black America gimmick, um, I ended up becoming heavyweight champion. And um, I ended up working a uh, program with uh, Eric Anton, my one of my uh, mentors. Yeah. Um, he, uh, we ended up working a program, and we worked that program for we had to work that program for at least a year, if not a year and a half. Yeah. And we just did all different type of uh, different things just to work each other, and we was working in front of the same people, but it was working, and it was more and more people showing up. Um, we was end up we was having great matches, and to us we was having great matches, yeah. and we were um the fans were loving it, and they were coming in and selling out the place. So <clears throat> he taught me um when we're when when you telling the story, it's like cooking pinto beans. Uh-huh. You not cook pinto beans? I don't. Well, when you cook pinto beans, you want to cook them slow. Uh-huh. The slower you cook them, the better it's going to be. And it's just like storytelling and wrestling, just like with the bloodline storyline. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? For sure. It's been long time. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. been long storytelling. They've been cooking their pinto beans. And now we just waiting on the final the final dish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause we know it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a very cool way to put it. It's definitely very. So, true. so, um, um, after we got done there, um, I got, uh, I did a show for, uh, Boomer pain and a uh, Bryce Anthony. They, uh, run battles on wrestling. Okay. And, um, I did a show for them at the, uh, peace festival. They did in Gaffney, South Carolina, uh, back in, I want to say 2015, um, I ended up, uh, meeting, uh, Bob Keller. Um, Bob Keller is a promoter of a uh, wrestle force uh-huh. in Columbia, South Carolina. And, you know, he's, uh, Bob Keller has become my mentor and one of, and my trainer. Yeah. Um, Bob Keller, um, booked me for WrestleForce and he wanted me to uh, be the uh, enforcer uh-huh. of the group, the E&D. And that's, I think that's when I kind of started venturing off of uh, yeah. getting with Bob Keller, uh, learning under him, uh, learning under uh, John Schuyler and just taking uh, everything that uh, I've been able to learn in the locker rooms that I've been able to share with a lot of these guys. Yeah. Um, been able to take those and being able to travel and really get my name out there. So, 
So you, you mentioned. I say yeah. Uh, you mentioned. Oh, sorry. sorry, the end. Uh, that's kind of, if I'm not mistaken, that's something that's kind of gone on for a while for you. It's kind of like, yeah. Uh, walk us through that, like the beginning, and, and what are the early stages that look like for you? Um, the early stages for that. Um, at the beginning, it was uh, myself, uh, Zook King, uh, Kevin Phoenix. Uh, Jet Black and Nick Kismet. Yeah. As, yeah, Nick Kismet. Yeah. yeah. I, New D&D. Now that, that this is clicking for me, because we had Zuka King on, and he said those names, it's kind of like, yeah, the similar story. Um, what, like, I guess my question would be, what was it like to like be with those guys, and did you feel like you had something special with that group? Um, so with, with those guys, um, it was, um, the only places that we were as like a big group were at WrestleForce in Columbia and Columbia and OSCW in, uh, Hanahan, South Carolina. Um, we tried a doing a big, um, we did a big group angle and uh, PCW, uh-huh. but I think after that, then we end up coming back to WrestleForce and still running the END there yeah. and OSCW. Um, but um, me and Zuka King went other places with the name END, yeah. uh, teaming up um, in West Virginia, uh, down in Georgia. Uh, Virginia and Maryland, and yeah. some in North Carolina and South Carolina. So I think me, me and Zuka were mostly the tag team guys yeah. in in that group. Yeah. So if I'm correct, like when that group started, Zuka was very new, wasn't he? What yeah, did, he was. <laughs> he was. Uh, um, being able to see and to be able to see his growth from then to now it has been amazing that's that's my boy like we've me and him have since i made my debut in WrestleForce uh-huh. um and started the group with him me and him traveled up and down the east coast for years yeah. and you know we that's that's been my brother uh for the past almost decade now and you know to see his growth and the rest of the business has just been amazing. Yeah, he's definitely like, a f- I would say put him up there with you of like the guys you want to bring in to like, you know, you're going to put him with like, he wrestled Carlito recently, like to have like the trust mm-hmm. to have to like get to a rig like that. Like you're the guys that when you bring in like the, the outside talent that you trust to put with them. So I know that's got to be awesome. Uh, he, 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 he's, he's, he's great, man. I, I, I love, I love that brother to death and you know, he, he's, he's a great talent yeah. and I would put him in my top five any day and that's not being biased. So, yeah, that is awesome. So you kind of, uh, you're working this angle with the end. Um, at what point do, um, do you kind of, when you're starting to branch out, is that the first time that you're, Hitting these places like West Virginia, Maryland, Georgia, or have you been there before? So, so um, I, I I've never been up for it. Um, again, Bob Keller. Um, yeah. Bob Keller has a thing where you know 
if you want to get out and, you know, wrestle, get in his van. If you got a show, you can go set up and you can go get you a spot. Yeah. And that's exactly that's exactly what I did. He had a show. We go set up. If there was a spot, there was a spot. If it wasn't, oh, well, you know, you at least you still got a chance to go and, you know, show face and yeah. get, at least get your foot in the door, you know. Were there any of those locker rooms that you like shared with somebody that like you were like, oh shit, that's so and so, or like any moments? <laughs> oh, plenty, plenty of times. Uh, <laughs> um, especially uh, at a PWX, and I think we'll probably get up yeah, yeah. in that later on. Yeah, but um, it's 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 been it's been plenty of times. Uh, my very first uh, WrestleForce show. Um, I was like that, not knowing everybody and stuff like that. Being in the, um, we had, we had we had Glacier on that show, uh, the um, the Patriot. He had the Patriot on the show. Uh, Luke Gallows, uh, Gunner, uh, Cedric Alexander. Uh, I'm trying to think who else he had on that show. It's stacked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I got eliminated by Gunner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was a, that was a great time at that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I, I try, I try not to be like, you know, I try not to show it. I just be like, you know, Oh man, that's cool. You know, yeah. such and such in the locker room. And, you know, I just kind of, you know, yeah. go shake their hand. Hey, how you doing? I'm TJ. And I, yeah. you know, going about my business. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, UPW show, we did social media for them. That was the first time mm-hmm. that we'd ever been in a locker room. And, like, we were sitting there talking to somebody, and then Sin Cara just walks up and shakes my hand. Like, he's like, let, yeah. me, let me, it's crazy. Like, I can only imagine, like, the amount of people that you've been there. But, yeah, it was, it's nuts. So, I definitely. I'll say, when, um, when I met, when I met Ron Simmons, um, that was, that was something big for me. Because I, I, my dad, I remember my dad telling me, uh, the story about him, him watching uh, Ron Simmons beat Vader. Yeah. So like, you know, meeting him and being able to take a picture with him and do a promo with him, me and Zuka, you know, yeah. I, I'm always gonna cherish that. So that, that was that was pretty awesome. That is awesome. Uh, did he? You know say he gave me from. Huh. Oh, go ahead. Oh no. I was- uh, spine buster finisher that I do. I said, "Hey man, I, I do the spine buster, man. You know, you cool with me? You know, doing that, ain't you?" He said, "Yeah, you you do you got that, man." I said, cool, thank you, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good sign off for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, was was there any mention of damn in the promo that you guys did? Oh uh, no, he, he but he he told he we did he said he said put the fist up. Yeah, that's and awesome. me and Zuka did the fist, and I was like, "That's what I'm talking about." Yeah, that's got to be cool, especially like with the the Black America and everything like that. Were you? Did you take mm-hmm. any influence from that when you were doing that? Um, a, a little bit. Um, when when I went to the when I when I started E and D, they they told me that they just wanted an enforcer. They ain't want nobody to talk. Yeah, uh, they just want somebody to to put the nail on it. Yeah, and so. Uh, when I got with Bob, I had I had to basically the stuff that I was doing uh, before I got with Bob. I had to basically flip my whole playbook. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was the biggest whole group, so they didn't want me to bump a lot, and yeah. I, it was a lot of me 
Uh, they wanted me to go in, boom, throw people around, you know, yeah. be the big strong guy. Yeah. And so once, once it had to take, it had to take Bob and John to break it down to me and have me realize, like, hey man, we want you to be like the enforcer. Like yeah. you're, you're not gonna be doing a lot. You gonna come in. You gonna you gonna make a statement, and that's what we gonna do. And you know they broke down the you know just the the um just broke down how to be a big man in wrestling. Yeah. And it, it, if it wasn't for them, there wouldn't be no uh, big man on campus. So, yeah. uh, sidebar question again: What's it like to just mm-hmm. throw fuckers around? Um, <laughs> um, it depends, it depends, uh, it depends on, uh, who wants to get, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I've, 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 I've been told uh, plenty of times that when I, I look in somebody's eyes in a corner and I just had that scary look in my face, yeah. I think they're a little intimidated. So when it happens, it's kind of like, Oh my God. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> to be able to, uh, if I get somebody real good and throw them real far and just be able just to see them just fly, I'm just like, hey, thank you, Ed. Yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you have like this like in your head, but is the, do you have an idea of who has been like the furthest that you've thrown? Hmm. It's between Lucky Ali. It's between Lucky and uh, Al, uh, I think Lucky. I think Lucky Ali. I think I got. I think Lucky is farthest. I think recently in a tag team match, that okay. was, I think Lucky is the farthest. Is that on YouTube by chance? Yes, it is. Okay. It's uh, me and Stuart Snodgrass versus John Schuyler and Lucky Ali. Okay, I'll be looking <laughs> that up. <laughs> uh, Mentioned PWX. We, it's, I think it's a pretty good time to kind of jump to there. Um, I don't think, like, or at least I did it. I kind of came into the NDC in North Carolina around like 2019, and I, I didn't mm-hmm. like know the impact of PWX and like how cool and how like big of a thing that was. Um, what was your first experience with PWX? Like, what was the first show that you ever worked on for them? Um. So. Um... First, um, I tell my PWX story. I had a great PWX career, first off. Yeah. So I give that thanks to Zane Riley. Because if it wasn't for Zane Riley, you know, Zane Riley was doing Revolt with uh, Caleb Conley. Yeah, of course. And I actually uh, just seen like a commercial on it. Uh, my wife was like, hey, they look real cool. You know, we know Drake and uh, Zane. Yeah. Um, we should go and watch the show. Well, I ended up doing the show with Zane, and um, I was like, hey, man, how do I get on PWX? And he was like, man, just come and, you know, help set up. And, you know, just if they have a dark match, they might get you on. And I was like, okay. So um, uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but the match was – it was Drake, uh, J.D. Drake versus Gunner. For the ITV Championship, yeah. it's the night that Drake uh, beat Gunner for the belt, and um, I have to, I have to send, I have to send it to you when um, okay. the name of the show I can find it. Okay, but um, 
that show uh I went to it and it was um I ended up doing a eight man tag up uh, in a dark match. It was let me see if I can remember everybody. Yeah, I know it was me and Zuka and Yaya. Big time Yah and C B Suave versus uh TK Stark. Um Tyler Gaines and I can't remember the other two. That's pretty people, good. People, but it was A Man. Yeah. I don't it was a, it was a man. That's a pretty good memory. It was A Man Tech. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that's why I said too, that's a pretty good memory. Yeah. Um it was it was a dark match and uh we didn't have long um as a matter of fact, the referee of that match was Patrick. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um Patrick Price, uh-huh. uh, he was referee of that match. So um, I was the biggest, I was the biggest person in the match as usual, and um, they they wanted to see, they wanted to see what I had because um, at that time PWX was at a whole different level yeah. of something that I didn't think um, I would be able to, you know, perform in. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of guys that came from the PWX. So uh, Anthony Henry, you know, um, Eller, um, JD Drake, those guys, those guys came through PWS and I was like, man, I don't even know if I'm on these guys level. Um, as a matter of fact, in that dart match, <laughs> that was a spot where, uh, I was supposed to go up top and hit this guy with a swan up. Uh, I, I was supposed to go off top and Juanton and miss to uh-huh. lead in for the hot tag. Well, I got up, to top, I got to the top and lost my foot and just end up flipping over mm-hmm. and end up landing on the guy. Oh no! And I was like, "Oh <laughs> my god, I done messed this thing up." And but it was all good. The match kept on going, and um, everybody said they enjoyed it. You know, just that little yeah. nobody wasn't even worried about that mess up but me. But it was, it was they said it was good a uh, uh, dark match. So and the rest is history. Yes. How quickly do you get the call back for, or did you show up? Um, so they did a show in December. Um, December deleting. Um, it was a show that, uh, they had, uh, Matt Hardy. Oh, cool. And, um, JD Drake was, uh, the ITV champion. And uh, he was uh, about to start a feud with uh, Elijah Evans. Uh, they wanted him to start this uh, group called the Syndicate. Uh-huh. And uh, they we had a manager by the name of the, uh, D. Tommy Thomas. And uh, I got, they wanted a, a muscle. And so I got a message from, um, I got a message from Tommy uh, saying that PWX wanted me to come in and be the muscle. Uh, so after it was a uh, JD Drake versus Tracer X for the championship yeah. and JD Drake went over and then that's when we made our uh, Elijah Hari had been there, but this was my official debut on yeah. the uh, main uh, on the main show. And um, that night we uh, debuted as a syndicate. And, uh, 
I'm correct, or if I'm not correct, but if Cage Match is correct, Timmy Lou Retton was in, or Tim, as he's known now, was mm-hmm. in there originally. Was that before the Gymnasty Boys? Um, I think that was, <laughs> I think that was like in like in a in a in a weird time. I think they were like doing some tag team, but I think they were just kind of coming into Gymnasty. Yeah. And I think like just the timeline of that and him coming into the syndicate, yeah. um, you know, um, a, a, a fun fact, uh, me and uh, Timmy uh, were not supposed to be the tag team. We're not supposed to be a tag team yeah. in the syndicate. Um, it was actually supposed to be me and uh, Ray Hahn. Yeah, that's but, uh, turned into, if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he um, he ended up um, going uh, being uh, end up sick at the time, uh-huh. and so uh, they end up making me and Timmy uh, the tag team in the syndicate, and they we just end up you know running with it, and it was at I end up learning so much from Timmy, uh, Timmy Lou, um, uh, well, Tim, <laughs> um, I don't care. I'll call him Timmy Lou. That's, that's, that's my dog. Uh, he, that's another guy that if it wasn't for him, I learned so much from Timmy. Like I, I, I learned how to become a better wrestler just by teaming up and just watching Timmy in the corner yeah. and just going over matches and what we going to do. Like he, Timmy is a genius yeah. in the ring. And to be able to team with him and hold a championship, tag team championship with him and just go on a ride that we did with those tag titles of PWX, it was a it was a great experience. And I owe I owe a lot of my career. I owe a lot of, of, of my career to Timmy as well. So Yeah. Uh so when you guys were, were tag team uh champions, you had a Ducks, ladders, and chairs match. Yes, sir. You wanna? Can you walk us through what the preparation is for a ducks, ladders, and chairs match? Um, you want you want mine or you want the the whole group preparation of uh, ducks, ladders, and chairs? Yeah, whatever. Man. Like, <laughs> um, well, if uh, with the people that are you know close to me, they they know. Uh, about my preparation with uh, Ducks, Ladders, and Chairs. Um, Ducks, Ladders, and Chairs um, was uh, me and Timmy Lou versus uh, the Ugly Ducklings, uh, Rob Killjoy and uh, uh, Lance. Um, That match was the longest, funnest, worst (laughs) match of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, we, we were the main event for a uh, night one of, uh, X-16. Uh-huh. Um, to me, it was, um, at the time I was very excited because I was in, I was doing this match with a lot of talented guys. Um, I was I was very nervous, but I at the same time too I I wanted something that people could you know remember me by and you know just just leave an impression you know yeah. I, at that point you know I didn't that you know I was doing tag team stuff and I never thought that I would you know be in a main event yeah. spot like that again, especially for that promotion yeah, at course. the time. So 
you know, I wanted to go out and, you know, just do something big in that match and just, you know, leave a, <laughs> leave an impression. Yeah. Um, so, um, that match went 40 something minutes and they start, we started that match off hot. Like as soon as we came out and did our entrance, uh-huh. they started off with suicide dives and that match went. Yeah. Um, that match had a lot of crazy spots. Um, you did, you know, you had your interview with Rob. So, yeah. you know, Rob is, <laughs> yeah, yeah Rob is... <laughs> that's, 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 that's another guy. That's another guy that would, uh, that, that has hit, that's helped me out a lot too. And, and, uh, developing the, uh, uh, TJ boss, uh, right. character, um, working programs with him and Lance, like, they they came up with so many different ways of, of doing different tag team matches and we had so much fun but that DLC match man it was it was something it was something else uh, a lot of different weapon spots we did spots with ladders that i never seen mm-hmm. um <laughs> but i was the one that was that ended up taking them and stuff so mm-hmm. um <laughs> we ended up doing uh the spots with um rubber duckies and and stuff like that um <laughs> um the backtrack a little bit uh this is the match that um uh, was the was supposed to be the blow off match to the syndicate versus yeah. the ducks because we end up taking the tab belts off them yeah um so this match was like the big blow off match uh so um we were supposed to go, you know, go under, and that was supposed to be, you know, this big spot. Well, you know, one of my favorite matches was uh, TL's uh, WrestleMania uh, X7, oh, uh, yeah. Dudley's, Edge yep. Christian, Hardy's. Yep, yep, yep. And and the dopest spot I've just always seen was, you know, just Bubba and Matt Hardy just going through those, going through those tables off that top of that ladder. Yeah. And I was like, I think I could do that. I told, I, I showed my wife, and she was like, "You're stupid." <laughs> and I said, "I know, but I think I think it'll be I think it'll be something that'll be big and you know, be something memorable." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and the only thing she just kept on telling me was, "Just be careful. Just be yeah. careful." So. <laughs> Um, this lap, uh, we, uh, we're setting up tables to get back to the match. We're setting, I'm setting up the tables in the, uh, match and, um, we're, um, we're getting to the outside of it and we're getting, the ladder is very tall. I, that is probably 15 feet. Um, we're, uh, we're getting close to the spot where um, I'm about to get ready to take the tumble. Well, the spot was um, Timmy told me to climb the ladder and get the belts. Lance makes the last dish effort and tries to get them, get them, get them. Yeah. No throw off, come back, push. As soon as I seen Timmy come, I said, this is probably the worst mistake I've ever made. As soon as that ladder start tilting, I'm like, there's no way I can go through this. There's no way, there's no safe way I can go through this. Yeah. As soon as 
as soon as I feel myself going, <laughs> it was probably the longest fall, the longest fall of my life. And as soon as I hit, boom, I, it, it, it knocked the breath out of me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. So Tommy, he was uh, he was out ringside with us. And he was like, hey, you okay? I said, hey, Tommy, I can't breathe, man. He was like, hey, just just breathe, just breathe. And I was like, I ain't got no choice. I'm trying, I'm trying. But I just knocked the wind out of me. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm laying down on the ground. I'm like, man, I, I think I just knocked the wind out of me. I think I should be good. I I, I may be fine. It's a little pain I feel, but I maybe I'll just walk it off. Yeah. But I'm laying there, and the match is still going on just a little bit, and then the match ends. <clears throat> I'm laying there. The referees come. Everybody come and check on me. Um, I'm telling them to, hey, go tell my wife. Hey, go tell her I'm fine because I just don't want her to freak out. Yeah. Um, they go. Uh, I try to go to get up, and I feel just pain in my in my left leg, and I'm like, oh man, I can't walk. And so I'm trying to get the power to walk, and um. They helped me to the back. I lay down in the floor and I really can't even get back up. Like it was just so much pain. Yeah. Uh, end up spending the night at the ER. Uh, my wife, uh, you know, some of my friends, Zuka, uh, Ray Hahn, uh, Chris Vallow, a couple of those guys, you know, yeah. they stayed and, you know, helped. Um, and you know, stayed overnight with me. Uh, Eric Thompson, Mr. Sleeves, and his wife. Uh, they took good care of me. End up coming to find out that I uh, broke pelvis and ruptured my L4, my L5. But uh, when I got to the doctor, the doctor was surprised I was able to even walk into his office when yeah. we was able to get the doctor's uh, appointment. So, but. Yeah, I messed myself up really bad in that match. How long did that put you out? Uh, that put me out for <laughs> it should have put me out longer, but they gave me six to eight months. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I came. I think I came back. Um, in the uh the the six month. Um, it was it. Luckily, I didn't have to have any surgery. Um, it was able. They were able to do um some injections uh-huh. to. And just let it heal on its own and do some uh, physical therapy. And so, um, you know, it ended up, ended up helping out and end up getting back, uh, able to get back to wrestle, wrestling. So, was there any hesitancy coming back, like after that? Kind uh, of- most, most definitely. Uh, I think my first match back uh, was like an eight man tag. Uh, so I didn't have to do a lot. Um, I still had a, a lot of work to do. Um, yeah. Bob Keller uh, really helped me out. Um, he told me, uh, you know, hey, don't don't try to rush or put too much on it. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, just take your time and, you know, um, just whatever drills that they were running, you know, just take your time and just come back. And that's what I did. So. So you reached this kind of, peak moment for you when the titles of the main event of like PWX. Um, mm. 
immediately it's kind of all taken away from you. you come back uh you work probably a few years later but what is it like that moment that you go from that moment to now you're about to win the title there Um, so (laughs) let's see. Um, I think the match I end up having with, uh, Slim J, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it was before the, before the match I had with Slim J, it wasn't in the cars for me to be in the main event for PWS. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I've always just been the type of person I just waiting on the right opportunity. Um, I know what I can do. So, you know, I would just always wait on the right opportunity and slim me and slim J they We uh, wrestled um, at a uh, too close for comfort that match on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, that was actually my very, that was my very first singles match at PWX. Really? Wow. Yep. That was my, my the, for the heavyweight title. That was my very first singles match, PWX. Yeah. And every a lot of people seen what I could do in tag matches, but and and like I think I wrestled a singles match against uh, JD Drake, but it was it wasn't a singles. It was like a gauntlet. So mm-hmm. like it was only like a short amount of time that I was able to really even do anything. Yeah. So like to get a good solid, you know, fifteen to twenty minutes with, you know the heavyweight champion PWX at the time and him. And, you know, at the time Slim J was, he was, he was, he was the man, you know, yeah. he was the heavyweight champ. He had one X 16 and he, he was the guy. So it was a lot of pressure on me. Um, in that match, especially when people see the match graphic, they're like, you know, Oh, you know what, you know, well, TJ definitely gonna lose this. So, you know, he ain't gonna have no chance because he's just been a tag guy. Yeah. But um for for the match that we were able to to do and to give those people and people to able to see what I could do on my own, that was the the stepping stone for me to get my push yeah. in uh PWX. Yeah. Um I didn't <laughs> uh the 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 night I actually won the belt, um, the end of Slim J match, um, I we did we did like a I think we did like a dusty finish where um, everybody thought I won, and then you know uh, you know the referees came out, they seen that we cheated, you know blah blah blah, but uh, it really didn't hit till a couple months after that. At uh the PWX show, um, it was a cross promotion show that they were doing. It was uh PWX and Pure, PWX versus Pure, and they did the uh they did a six way uh-huh. for the vacated title because Slim J got hurt, and so it was. I check this out. It was John Schuyler, Ethan Case, uh Corey Hollis, Anthony Henry. JD Drake and me. That's awesome. So all those Yeah, don't I don't I stick out like a sore thumb, right? It's, it's kind of awesome. These are the guys that you said that And I and I ain't trying to say nothing bad, but like yeah. like those those guys, like those and like to me and I've I've seen those guys yeah. wrestle. 
and and I've, I've those guys have been yeah. places, and to be in the mix with those guys, it was yeah. there was a lot of pressure, especially going for the heavyweight title. So yeah, you mentioned earlier, like those are the guys that like you looked up to, right? Like the guys that like made you want to get into PWX. Now you're in a match with them. Uh, before right. we get to like what happens in the match, I have a question uh, between Anthony Henry's kicks and JD Drake's chops. Which ones hurt the most? Man, you putting me in a sticky situation because if I have to wrestle one of those two uh, <laughs> soon, it's gonna be bad. Um, I don't think they're gonna be. Let's see. This, so. um, to be completely honest with you, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go with Drake's chops, man. Like, I, and to to be the guy that he don't take it easy on because I don't take it easy on him neither. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I think I think it's one of those things. Whoever throws it first, we gonna see where we at, and yeah. we get that that nod, like, okay. Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. let's see what's up. All right, <laughs> we had we had Robert Marder on recently, uh, and he's had the opportunity to wrestle JD Drake and Minero Suzuki, and he says mm-hmm. that uh, JD Drake's chops are are harder than Suzuki's. So, and I mean, and see, like, and me and Drake, uh, we've known each other for so long to where like. <laughs> <laughs> we know we're gonna piss each other off, so it just it, it is what it is. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Anthony Henry kicks do not look nice though either. He doesn't um, look like he holds so the first so the first time I ever took uh, Henry's uh, kicks, I just I <laughs> I just closed my eyes and I was like, hey man, whenever it's over with, just wake me up whenever <laughs> it's over with. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I knew it was coming. Just, just wake me up whenever it's over with. Yeah. <laughs> Very painful duo, and the fact that they're in a team oh, together yeah. is kind of scary. Uh, but to jump back in, so this is the match where you win the title. Uh, at what point do you learn that you're going over in that match? Um, so it's um, it's me and uh, Corey um in the final two, uh-huh. and um. Me and him, um, me and him. Uh, I, I think that was kind of the first time me and Corey have really uh, done anything like just you know individually. Uh-huh. Um, I end up uh, beating him, pinning him with the uh, last ride power bomb. Um, I think that was the. Um, I think that was the uh, match where I. Was that? Yep. Because I, I end up going over, and um, that's when Jason Cade, um, yeah. he had like their uh, Money in the Bank uh, briefcase. Um, uh-huh. I, I can't remember the uh, the name of uh, the briefcase that they had, but he had a briefcase. And uh, at the time, he was end up becoming the leader of the syndicate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he ended up, uh, you know, we were still in the same group, and he ended up taking the briefcase and hit me upside the head and taking the belt from me. Yeah. Um, so I had a belt for what I had it for three minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and I, and at that time I think I was just a transitional champion to just get it to get it to Jason. Yeah. Um, because I think they always end up going into the story between him and, um, Harlem Provado. Uh-huh. Um, 
at the time before uh, COVID ended up happening. Yeah. Um, and then at the time that was me turning into a baby face and, you know, going up to the ranks just so I can fight to get a chance to fight a championship again. Of course. Uh, um, but, um, yeah, that, uh, that six, <laughs> I took an ass whooping, um, and that, um, six way, yeah. uh, I think I got beat with a chair after the match. After I ended up beating Corey. Uh huh. And beat me with a chair, and then end up taking the briefcase inside of the head yeah. <laughs> in that match. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I, that that was the end of that year in, De- in, De- in December, and then COVID ended up happening because I think I was supposed to, I was end up going on my baby face run, but COVID ended up happening. And then the year after, yeah, we ended up winning X sixteen. End up facing Jason K for the belt for a Rise of a Champion. What was it like? What was it like uh, winning that belt the second time? And it's it's got to be different because you know you're winning it, you're keeping it, you're going to defend it. Um. So uh, the first time I so the second time I ended up winning when I end up uh, going on my title reign. Yeah. Um. When. When me and Jason uh, did that match, um, it was a lot of emotions going through my head. Um, because to me, Rise of Champion for that promotion, it was it was a, it was a pretty big deal yeah. at the time. Yeah. So um, with the card that they had, um, you know, just just one match, you know, they had. Um, Drake versus John Davis on the card. Yeah. So, you know, being in the main event of that and having load the card that they did, um, I, I, I had, I felt like I had a real big chip on my shoulder and I had a lot to prove, um, especially cause I never thought I'd be in this position, yeah. you know, like I told you before, yeah. like, you know, especially what happened after, you know, DLC, yeah. Um. I never thought I'd be in that position before. So you know, it was a lot of nerves. I was, I was very nervous. But at the same time, too, you know, I felt that I put in, I put in the work to be in that position. Yeah. And it was a lot of people believing in me that wanted me to succeed. And so the only thing I had to do was just go out there and you know just do it and just give it a hundred ten percent. Yeah. And that's that's what that's what I did. So it it was. It, it, it was very, it was very emotional, um, very emotional night. You know, my parents were there. Uh, that was the first time my in-laws actually came and uh, see me wrestle cool. alive. Yeah. So um, it was a very um, emotional uh, night. Um, you know, a lot of people just, just to see, you know, hundreds of people just cheering and standing on their feet, clapping and yeah. saying, "You deserve it." Yeah. You know, it was, it was a very awesome moment. Yeah, uh, it's got to be surreal, especially like. I don't think that there's like maybe AML's kind of pushing it, but PWX has that like level of prestige, like where you know, like yeah, like they're doing things right on all fronts. So that's that's got to be really cool. Um, how far in advance did they tell you, like, how about the title change? Um, so let's see. They probably told me maybe. Cause when when Slim went down, yeah, um, 
it was supposed to be me and Slim in a cage match and um I'm trying to remember the town in um in North Carolina. It's <laughs> it's, it's 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 all the way out there. It'll come yeah. to me later on. But it was supposed to be me and Slim in a cage match for the title. Yeah. And then he ended up getting hurt. And so the title ended up getting vacated. And I think they end up telling me that show between uh the show that show was um right before the six way. Yeah. To uh, determine the new champion. So I think they told me the uh, show before, like, hey, we're going, we're going, um, we going, we're going to put, we're going to have you go over, but then we're going, that's when we're going to have Jason um, cash in on you. Yeah. Then we'll have you do the big yeah. baby face chase. Uh-huh. And um, we'll just go on from there. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, that was the plan. And like I said, COVID ended up happening. And, yeah. you know, do you think that COVID made it like that much? bigger of a moment because like you got pushed back a year of, of when you were supposed to be holding this title again. Um, yes and no. Um, the reason why I say, um, yes is because, um, the people got a chance to wait and see what was going to happen next. Yeah. But the reason why I say no is because I wish we were able to, to tell that story more and do more of a build up, so that way when the payoff did happen, yeah. it, the story would have been there. A longer story would have been there yeah. instead of just having that having that pause because yeah. of COVID, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you know, th- things happen for a reason, and um, the story that we were still able to tell when we came back from COVID, yeah, and having me win at Rise of a Champion. It was still a great story. Like, you know, I was able to, uh, a fun story. Um, during COVID, uh, I ended up having a foot surgery. Uh-huh. So I ended up having a foot surgery a month before uh, X16. And so <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I had talked to my doctor. And I was like, hey, man, um, I need to have the surgery, but I need to have this done in time because I had this event and yeah. you know, X sixteen used to be a two day event. Well, this that time the year that I won it, they were doing it the whole day. Okay. And so I was like, oh. <laughs> So we end up I was able to end up getting the surgery and, you know, getting a uh, little physical therapy done and be able to be in shape and time to do a X sixteen. Uh, but, um, you know, we were able to tell the story of X-16 and me being able to go through the full tournament in a full day. Yeah. Um, we were able to tell a story with uh, the the year before winner, um, Harlan Pavado, yeah. Andre Chase. Uh, him, Me and him going one-on-one, X-16 winner versus X-16 winner. Uh-huh. Um since he had, uh, since COVID happened, he didn't get a chance to get a title shot against Jason Cade. Yeah. So it was basically, you know, uh, X-16 winner versus X-16 winner who gets a shot at Jason. Uh-huh. Um, and it was actually uh, one of his uh, last matches, under Chase's last matches on Indy. So it was a, it was an honor to be uh, one of his last matches on Indies. Yeah, that's going to be uh, 
the match was awesome being in the ring with him, man. I learned so much from him in that one match. It, it was awesome. And I was glad we was able to do that before I was able to win the championship. Yeah. But um, just the little story that we was able to tell before me and Jason wrestled each other at Rise of a Champion. And then the story that we was able to tell after I beat yeah. him in with the championship. It, 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 I think it ended up working out pretty good. Yeah. I think that's an awesome story. And those matches are on YouTube, right? Or at least. Um, the, uh, the, the finals with me and Cam Carter are on um, YouTube. And then I can uh, send, I can send you, um, they should have the matches on, um, on hotspot network, I think. Okay. Nice. I, I, think I, have a hot spot I, I have a hotspots log I just can't remember it. So okay. I've just been paying okay. for it for a whole year. So I'll have to call somebody <laughs> and figure it out. But yeah. Um, so to kind of skip forward, cause we're, we're, we're burning through time here. Uh, you PWX, PWX kind of goes away. Hopefully I saw something to where maybe might be making a comeback. I saw something like online. So hopefully we have that to look forward to, but Let's jump over to APW and if you could just walk us through like your time at APW winning the championship and like getting to work these awesome programs with like Ray Hunt and that triple threat match you guys just had with, with Drew Hood. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, APW has uh, always been um, a place where I've been able to really um, extend the uh, TJ Boss character. Um, I've been able to try new things. Uh, the people there, they, they love to see old fashioned ass whooping. And that's exactly, that's exactly what I do. Um, I end up, uh, working a program with JD Drake. Yeah. And, you know, he was a champion at the time. So they were, um, they were prepping me to, you know, uh, building me up to work him. And a championship off him, run Lewis uh program with him. Um then uh I ended up getting hurt. That was actually during yeah. the time when um DLC happened, as a matter okay. of fact. So I ended up getting hurt. Um taking that time off, uh Zuka King ended up holding the championship for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then I think he ended up losing it to uh Timmy. And so uh, after Timmy held the championship, I ended up coming back and me and Timmy started our program there. And I think that's when things started kind of hitting uh, pretty good at APW with the TJ Boss uh, babyface character. Yeah. When uh, me and Timmy started our program for the uh, belt there, um, I ended up beating Timmy in a um, I quit match um, and I win the championship. Uh did my little run there, and then my brother from another mother wants to challenge me for the championship. Me, <laughs> Ray Hahn. Yeah. Um, the story, the storytelling that me and Ray were able to do, in my opinion, was some was some beautiful was some beautiful stuff. Um, another guy that I've been able to learn so much from being on the road as a tag team. And I didn't think that, you know, me and him would, you know, do so, do so well as, uh, you know, as foe, you know, you had a, yeah, you can't undertaker 
you know, stories, but their matches never were too good. Yeah. You know, they had a couple little things, but they yeah. were never, you know, like, oh, you know, Kane Undertaker killed it, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, you know, with me and him, man, we, we just had good chemistry and, like, we, we trusted each other a lot, just like me and Timmy. Yeah. And, you know, the things we was able to go out and the matches that we were able to go out and have, you know, we, I think we learned a lot from both, uh, working with both each other and, um, we, like I said, we, we must did something real good cause we, uh, won, uh, Feud of the Year, year yeah, that's awesome. in 2022. So, yeah. you know, being able to share that award with him, that's, that, that's an honor for me. Yeah. And just, to to show that, you know, storytelling is still, you know, good in wrestling. You still tell a good story and yep. still get the people what they want. So, um, but now the story that we're telling now, you know, with this three way and Drew Hood, um, <laughs> it, it, it right now it's kind of seemed like everything just kind of come full circle right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Is um, this uh, continuation when with the belt and just being able to uh, elevate different people when they yeah. win the championship? I think it just started with you know Drake being able to pass a torch to me. And then, you know, even though I got hurt, yeah, I was still able to pass the torch a little bit to Zuka King. Zuka King take that championship and he did amazing things with it. Pass it to Timmy. Timmy do amazing things. Pass it to me. And then I can elevate Rayhan and then elevate Drew. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think in that time span, I think we were able been able to do a great job being able to yeah, tell a story and you know do that <laughs> if you look at drew hood just over the past year there's like the growth and the level like it's always been there but like i think people are finally starting to see like what he's all about that's really cool to see and and and, and, I, and I'm, I'm 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 really glad that he's starting to find who he is um in in, in his business and it's, it's like that for for a lot of guys I, I see that in a lot of uh people coming up now and it's yeah. the business is, is 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 going into a good place so it's a lot of good talent out there yeah and uh speaking of, of good talent coming up and kind of wind things down i think you now probably have the record for our longest episode which is a good thing as long as <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> no no no. I, I love these i love these uh but i said oh i owe you one so <laughs> no no it's, it's fine uh but we usually kind of try to end on like one question and that's who are some people like just like let's say the east pretty much wherever but like the east coast like some guys that you feel like more people should know about on the on the indie wrestling scene uh well just just like just a couple and and, and there's so and there's so many yeah uh but you know you know my guys you know zuka king uh rayhan Anteus, um guys i wrestled you know drew hood um Cam Jackson, um, new guys, uh, Zay Vega, uh, Jordan Holt. Um, you know, my, uh, I love watching movie Mike work. Um, it's, 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 it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so many guys. It's it's so many names, so many guys. Um, if I had if I had to choose one right now, if, is that what you're asking me? Just choose no, one. No, just name as many as you'd like. Oh, just name as many as like. Yeah. Okay, I right, could. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, throw uh, some women in there too. People usually uh, forget see. about the women. 
Um, I say um, somebody that's uh, you know Cooper Housley. Um, I still love watching Rob Kiljoy work. I still love watching John Schuyler work at these shows. I yeah. still, um, you know, Chase Emery. I'm a, I'm a Chase Emery fan. Um, let's see. Uh, Brino Royce. I'm a Brino Royce fan. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Prince. Um, uh, TDT. Yeah, of course. Um, let's see. Any, um, any women? Uh, J J A C. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Lucky Ali all day. Yeah. Um, whew, it's like, <laughs> it is so many. Yeah. Um, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan for sure. And 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 and, 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 and I don't want to hold too much time, but oh, no. you know, it's, it's 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 so it's so many. Uh, I'm I'm especially where we are in in the, in the south and southeast. Yeah. There's so much great talent out there, and I'm I am proud to be a part of the wrestling circle that we are in. And you know, I want I want to. There's a lot of people over here that want to get out more, and so you know. And show the world, you know, I'm able to do that up yeah. in Pennsylvania and show them how we do it in the Southeast. Yes, sir. And stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, just wanted I, I, the opportunities I can get, just kind of just represent the Southeast and yeah. Carolinas and yeah. do my thing, just yeah. like everybody else is. So, yeah. Uh, I think, like, within the span of a couple of days, Lucky Ali got announced for Limitless Wrestling up in mm-hmm. Maine. Uh, Diego Hill for uh, Prestige and Jay Malachi at West Coast Pro. So, like, these guys yep. are representing, they're showing what the South is all Jay about. Jay Malachi, and, uh, see, yeah. Jay Malachi, like, dude, like, the, the amount of talent that's the Carol, just Carolinas alone. Yeah. Like, there, we, we will spend another hour and a half uh, <laughs> trying to name everybody. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a, a good time to be a wrestling fan. Um, a good time to be uh, a TJ Boss fan too. Um, yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Uh, there were questions like I was kept looking at the time. I was like, "There's questions I want to ask that I didn't." So we'll definitely have to have you back on uh, for a, a part two sometime. But yeah, yes, this sir. has been great. I will. I will. I will look forward to it, uh, Daniel. Dude, yeah. I, I really appreciate your time, man. Thank you yeah. so much, brother. No Thank you.